And you just through one string. It's like it's like a Proust, like that you, uh, or is it? It's not Proust. Uh, Nietzsche that he like he has a bite of a cookie and then he remembers his entire childhood and thinks all. Is it Proust? Proust. It's a Madeleine. Yeah, a Madeleine. Yeah, Madeleine de. Do. Yes. Yeah, actually, like just learned that. Um, fairly recently. Yeah, I'm so not... they, that, that'll be yours, like you play one note on a string, and you're like, oh, and I'm transported back to Maryland, and living that life, and like, oh, I'm, I'm pounding crabs with my dad, and I'm like, yo, how come you never loved me? And I'm like, why'd you want me, man? <laughs> how come you love, you love Shaft more than you love me? <laughs> Straight up. Oh. Uh, Speaking of, this, just... the things I'm typing in this computer right now, the Great Escape in Chicken Run, I, mean, oh. I feel pretty damn good about it. This is, if this is an intro, I don't know. I don't know. It's Madeleine de Proust. De Proust. Yeah, like, I was reading some article and they, like, referenced that. And the article had no business referencing because it was about pickleball. And I was like, well, that's just... Yo, you're, you're using I'm sorry. A little too no. and a little too toit for... No, you were not allowed to pickleball and... Fucking Proust, don't go in the same sentence. I 100% agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, do I think that elderly Hemingway would play pickleball? Sure. Yes. Sure. Yes, he would. You know? Yeah, the person was writing like this. drunk as fuck. They had like a community garden or something, and that was their, their Madeline, the Proust. Okay, um, I'll give you that. But it was being removed for pickleball court. So, you know, it... It worked, but it was also a little too... Uh, That's also horrifying. Yeah. Like, you can play pickleball anywhere. Yeah, I agree. You can play in my backyard. I agree. It's like, could you imagine, like, someone pulls up your backyard and, like, hey, uh, now we're making a, we're making a fucking squash court. Yeah. Like, what? No, squash? Get out of here. Especially for, like, a passing fad. Like, yeah, we're going to take your favorite pair of pants and make them <laughs> into slap bracelets. Fuck. No. Like, could you fucking not? Anyway. All right, listen to me. It's gonna be fun. Because they're prisoners, they're not prisoners of war. They're just Aren't they? Prisoners. Ooh, prisoners of circumstance. Circumstance. Got it. Boom, done. Prisoners of circumstance, trapped in, well, a prison, are seeking an opportunity to make a grand exodus from their evil captors. Along the way, they encounter many trials and tribulations, and ultimately get a taste of freedom. All this can only mean one thing. We watched The Great Escape in Chicken Run on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! Remake. I'm Dan Farley. I'm Reggie Parker. Oh, and we are here to talk about two of the best movies we've ever done on this podcast. That's, That's not even not even hyperbole. Not even <laughs> hyperbole or being facetious. These are two like these movies. Are like, oh, yeah. both of them phenomenal in their own respects. Yeah, it's like you, you maybe think to yourself, uh, I don't know, Nazi prisoners of war or or chickens, chickens, chickens facing the hatchet, right? Or in this case. Machine. Chicken pot pie machine. 
there's so many great elements in both of these films, and uh, I'm just looking forward to dive yes. right in. Uh, thank you for joining us for Retroverse Remake. Uh, before we get started, you could like, subscribe, follow us at Retroverse Remake on Instagram, at DanFarley18 on Instagram, at RP Comedy on Instagram, at RP Comedy on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter X. X. Oh, sorry, X. 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 Go to, look at this, by the way, my shoe. Oh, man. DMX. Those are fresh. Yeah, DMX uh, <laughs> Moving wow. Air. Wow. And I saw that and I was like, well, we're buying yeah, these. Well, we're buying these. Anyway. Um, you saw that. I saw Skechers. I'm like, I'm buying these. Yeah, Skechers. It's the S because mm -hmm. Joe Montana told me so. You know, it's like the same thing. Like, um, again, Prisoners of War and uh, Nazi Germany and uh, Chickens. It's similar to DMX shoes and Skechers. Killer. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly the same. Um, I just want to get the, the, uh, the elephant out of the room. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Call me crazy. Okay. In both of these movies, did the prisons seem, I don't know, kind of fun? <laughs> like, well, like if I'm gonna be trapped somewhere. I mean, well, the the chicken, not so much, because the chicken, death is at the end of it. You know what's funny? Like, actually, yeah, like, totally someone's flipped, like, the Great Escape Prison does feel like, yeah, it was like fun time and hygiene. It's like, that's kind of fun. Which is why, like, how it ends, it's like, ooh. Yeah. You know? Which, you know, again, we'll of get course, it's based in, like, fact. Yeah, like, it's based. And apparently, not far from, like, the real Prisoner of War camp, either. Yeah, yeah. But they, uh, the Chicken Run, oh, man. The way they, even just the first montage of Chicken Run and yeah. Chicken Run, how they, like, basically take some of the tropes that they keep doing in The Great Escape. Right. Of, like, the tunneling out, and then the, perfect. It's a great. And they do it, and then her throwing the, the piece of coal, like, as yeah. the baseball. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah, she's in the cooler. <laughs> the cooler king. Oh, man. But uh, it seems pretty fun. Like, even on the 4th of July, they steal all the potatoes, they make they make moonshine, they're like, let's get fucked up. Well, I think um, what really makes the great escape work, like, early on, is this, like, eclectic group that we're following, and, like, they're really likable guys. Yeah, all of them. Like, they're all kind of cool in their own way, and, you know, especially with their charismatic leader. And you get a little bit of that with Chicken Run, like I, like I like he, the nerdy chicken. I like the, yeah, the, I like the Maltese, the stupid one. Yeah, the one that's stupid, but also at the same time, like even the stupid one, you're like, yo, bitch, you're gonna die. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta, what are you doing? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, why don't you tell people that you're laying, not laying eggs? What are you doing? I know. Um, yeah. and even, and it gets a, like a certain degree, like as the. Even the captors, mm -hmm. like the initial, the main captor, no. Right. You don't like no, 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 Like, no. you're not supposed to. No. But, not, not, no. but in this <laughs> no, case, no. I don't know, the guy, I can't remember his name, Colonel, whatever it's his like name Vaughn, is. It's like Vaughn, um, uh, whatever. Hold up. I got it. Yeah, Colonel. It's like Vaughn something. Vaughn Luger or something? Yeah, Vaughn Luger, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Vaughn Luger. Yeah. Um, Colonel Vaughn Luger. Uh, he, yeah, you don't sympathize it, but the other guy, the the guy who's like the weasel or whatever yeah, it yeah. is, it's like, yeah, that guy is, nah, he's like, you feel bad for him almost a little bit, the same way as you kind of feel bad for the, the Mr. Tweety. Right, well yeah, Mr. Tweety is, uh, it is a similar concept, it's like you got this kind of like, not, not, you don't feel bad for him, but you kind of empathize, like, I see where that guy's coming from, like, it's, well it's like, uh, you know, the, the Great Escape, um, the whole point is like, they're, They've been so good at like escaping, yeah. Kind of, that like, like no, we gotta bring you to like a real camp. With, like, well, are real, they good at like, it? Well, no, no, clearly not. They're not good at it <laughs> because not. they constantly they're still they caught. caught. 
all the time. Oh, just oh. like these chickens. But I kind of like. I like how they set up in the premise of it, like in both movies, really. Mm. They set up like, no, I'm trying to get out, man. Like that's yeah, and, and like in the Great Escape, that they're like, we're gonna put all our eggs in one basket. Which okay, yeah, great that they they take eggs in one basket, all our rotten eggs in one basket, and tend to watch that basket, which is a great uh, Mark Twain quote. Like, mm. don't put all your chickens, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I say, put all your eggs in one basket and watch that basket. <laughs> um, but they do that in The Great Escape, and then that's, I mean, eggs. Hello. Yep. Eggs turn into chickens. chickens. Anyway. But they, I, the there's like a, around? Yes. <laughs> my, the whole, when I was growing up, I that you know this, but I'll share it with the folks at home, is that my, I'm related to a very famous bank robber. His oh, name yeah. is Willie Sutton. He's like my grandfather's cousin, uh, my grandfather's brother. And he, uh, he, he was arrested constantly. Right, like he, because he robbed banks, and he made no bones about it. He's like, and they, one of his famous quotes are, "Why do you rob banks?" He's yeah. like, "Because that's where the money is." Right, and he didn't care. Like he was, uh, whatever. He, he's a very interesting guy if you read about him. But uh, he would break out of all these prisons, but but also make no bones about it in prison. He was like, "Yeah, man, I'm a criminal. Right. I'm trying to break this out. Like doing. you better watch me because I'm not going to stay here if I get a chance." And like I like that framing and that understanding in The Great Escape. They're like, that. yeah. That's what it is. Like, like you know what it is. We took an oath. We're yeah. not. We're trying. We, our whole point is to mess up your whole thing. Yep. Yep. Even if that's just running around and making you catch us. Absolutely. For for a little audience here, uh, I'll give you a quick quick breakdown. Yes. Um, the Great Escape is a 1963 American epic war suspense adventure film. Let's see. Directed by John Sturgis. Screen the great John Sturgis. Absolutely. Screenplay by James Clavel, W.R. Burnett. Uh, it's based on The Great Escape, which is uh, a novel by Paul Brickhill about like the very real uh, escape attempts that happened during like uh, this exact story. It pretty much this exact story is kind of like condensed and like taking different stories, um, you know, maybe combining certain characters in certain way. But like for the most part, this uh, in a macro level, it happened. Yeah, you know. On some level, it happens. Yeah, absolutely. But you, I, I should read that book. It sounds, it sounds like a good. Yeah. One. Uh, starring Steve McQueen, the summer of Steve. The summer, of, the well, September, September of Steve. September of Steve. September Steve, Steve September. Steve September. So Steve McQueen, James Garner, Richard Attenborough, uh, with features from James Donald, Charles Bronson, Donald Pleasance, James Coburn. Which is great. James Coburn. Let's see. Um, there's, there's arthritic hands. John Leyden, Angus Linney. That's all you're gonna get. And I think we do have to shout out in this particular case, uh, the musical score was composed by Elmer Bernstein. And it's it's the, so good. The music is a character. Yeah, the right. music is a character. And then it's emulated so perfectly mm -hmm. in the 1999 classic Chicken Run with the its own theme, but it's so true. It's such a an homage to uh, Bernstein. Filmed in '99, released in 2000. Yes, Chicken Run is a 2000 stop motion animated adventure comedy film. Directed by Peter Lord, Nick Park, with a screenplay by Carrie Kirkpatrick. In uh, story, well, you already said that basically. But uh, starring Phil Daniels, Lynn Ferguson, Mel Gibson, Tony Haygarth, Joe Horrocks, and Miranda Richardson. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> yes. You know, there's really only a few people we're going to end up talking about. Yeah, that's right. And the speaking, the one person we will talk about. That we should just do it now. Is this movie is yet another example of why Mel? Mel, why Mel? Mel is I 
No, no it's, it's like, you idiot. Like, if you just... I don't... Don't get me wrong. I don't condone his views on anything, really. Yeah. But just shut up. Don't True. say a word. Just don't say a word to anyone. And we would have been like, yo, this guy... Mel I was looking this up. This is what I wanted to get to of uh, the... People talk about like streaks yeah. in in movies. There are certain people that have had like incredibly impressive streaks, right? Um, in movies, Tom Hanks, like from A League of Their Own to like The Terminal. Okay, it's like not a miss in there. It's like boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. Even like the ones that miss don't miss by that much. Like Road to Perdition, sure. or like okay, yeah. yeah. And then, like, Denzel Washington, it's like, between, from, like, glory to, like, deja vu, you're like, Jesus Christ, and then, immediately, it's like, there's a couple misses, then flight, right, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, and then, I just want to go over this, uh, this absolute heater of Mel Gibson with you, I was looking this up, I was like, my God, from, nine, we'll just say 1981, um, which will be the start of it, 1981 is, uh, the, the Road Warrior, wow. which is Mad Max 2. Totally. Then it goes, uh, the, a year of living, the Year of Living Dangerously, The Bounty, The River, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Lethal Weapon, Tequila Sunrise, Lethal Weapon 2, Bird on a Wire, Air America, Hamlet, Lethal Weapon 3, Forever Young, The Man Without a Face, Maverick, which is, I love more than I should. That, I don't know why I love that movie that much. Braveheart. Uh, Pocahontas, Ransom, Conspiracy Theory, Lethal Weapon 4, the epic classic Payback, wow. with him oh, playing yeah. the title character named Payback. <laughs> then he's in one of the cla most classic Simpsons episodes. Then he's in Chicken Run, followed by the ever-rewatchable, terrible movie, The Patriot. Dude, that is a heater of heaters. That's, that's, heater. that's 1981 to 2000. Damn. And then it goes, What Women Want, We Were Soldiers and Signs. And then after that, it starts still, dipping off. Still a decent run. I mean, yeah, it starts dipping off until you get back to a passion of the Christ. Which I think is why, uh, you know, Hollywood is. I think it's why he got so many chances, as it were. Yeah. Even like now, he's basically bad. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's not the he'll never be the same star level because of his uh, views. And, yes. Uh, the things but that he does. As far as like. He was, like, the good-looking guy. Yeah. And even, like, in this movie, it totally doesn't... It, I mean, it would never age well. Right. But, especially in the Me Too times, but it really doesn't with Mel Gibson. Yeah. You're like, Jesus, he keeps Call calling him Ginger Dollface. Doll You're like, ugh, come on, Mel. And he's clearly, like, super sexist about which, it. And he's trying funny. to fuck all those chickens. Yeah, which is funny, because you'd think he would have learned his lesson in what women want. But, uh, yes. But here we are. Well, that was after. You yeah, know? that's fair. That was that's after. Uh, it was... I love what women want, by the way. It's I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. phenomenal film. Again, doesn't age well. No, but no, you know, it's Mel for you, though. Yeah. And uh, why don't we make movies like Maverick anymore? Then it's like, hey, this movie's not going to win an Oscar, but isn't it fun? Right. It's like Maverick or City Slickers. And I don't mean just the West genre of like, hey, fun times. Anyway, I that's a digression that we don't need to get into right now. Well, they're not going to make those because they keep making reboots. Yes, yeah. they're going to re make a reboot. Reba remake fucking Maverick. Maverick was a reboot, but yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, an absolute heater. Again, Mel. Why Mel? Why? Anyway. Yeah. But he, that movie, so Chicken Run, basically is the plot is they're stuck, chickens are stuck on, a, on an egg farm, and then yeah. the, the owners of the egg farm, the one chicken, is constantly trying to escape Ginger. because as soon as they are useless to 
burying eggs, mm -hmm. they get the axe chop, and they are cooked for dinner. Which is just such an interesting um, way of still telling like the great escape story, but like, yes. don't like that humor on it because obviously when you're dealing with Nazis, like yes. you know, which actually they did find a way to kind of make it funny. Yeah, for they, a while. because they're idiots. Right, some of them are idiots. Right, like the one guy, the weasel or whatever. He's an idiot. <laughs> 100%. It's like, yo, this guy is clearly taking... Just don't talk to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't talk to anyone. You won't have to take that bribe. Yes. Uh, so, like... The forced bribe. For you, like, when was the first time you saw The Great Escape? The first time I saw The Great Escape, it was probably... I don't... I, I had to be, like, maybe 23 or so. Like, I... So, I was always told about, um... Uh... There were... Uh, I was watching... There, someone got into the topic, you know, I'm as a big cinephile as I was, people would always talk about the greatest, like, car chases. Sure. And the three that would always come up, mm -hmm. one was, uh, that most people wouldn't put up there, was Ronan. With okay. Robert De Niro and John Reno. Okay. Which is so good. Those car chases in that movie are so like, fuck your Fast and Furious. Yeah. Watch Ronan where they're actually driving. Like, that's insane. And then uh, the other one is uh, French Connection. French Connection. And then Bullet. With Steve McQueen. Right. And those were like the three main, like, watch those, and you'll learn everything you need to know about a car chase. So I, once I started, got, and then I got bullet, and I went down the rabbit hole of Steve McQueen, and, mm -hmm. you know, I was told my whole life, I, he was dead way before I was born. Right. Uh, but I don't know if way before I was born, but he was dead. He certainly wasn't Steve McQueen when I was born. Fair enough. Um, so he, uh, so I, I started going down a rabbit hole, and then you know, I saw The Great Escape, I've heard of it, and also I knew about it from the, you know, the line, the only thing I really knew about it was the Charles Bron the that the Quentin Tarantino talking about, um, Like a Virgin in Reservoir Dogs, he's like, yeah. I'm like Charles, he's like Charles Bronson, Like a Virgin's about a guy with a big dick, right. that he's like Charles Bronson in The Great Escape, he's digging tunnels, <laughs> like, that's what I knew about The Great Escape, so then I watched it, and I was blown the fuck away, yeah. and then I, and, uh, I was, this is so good, and then I furthered my Steve McQueen hole, and then I just kept watching more of Steve McQueen, I'm like, this guy's the coolest fucking dude, yeah, that's awesome, yeah, and then also, cause, like him and the Paul Newman going back and forth, right, right. Like, uh, uh, because there was there's something to be said. I, I'll talk on it later, but I got some more to say about something like that. And then as far as Chicken Run goes, yeah. I never saw Chicken Run until we watched. I watched it for this. Funny enough, it's like it's flipped for me. So like, um, um, I guess the closest thing I've got to watching Great Escape is I realized that the uh, the television series Recess is just uh, the children's version. Really, of the Great Escape. So, like, if you ever watch the opening sequence of Recess, it's the song from The Great Escape. Really? And T.J. Detweiler is basically the Steve McQueen of the group. And um, he's the charismatic, like, leader who's constantly trying to, like, bust him out of school. Mm -hmm. And he does it through, like, all these pranks. There's a, there's a weasel. There's a, a rat amongst their ranks. And, like, everyone has their different talents and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, like, I, honestly... I may even just pull it up. Like, if you see the opening sequence for Recess, you're going to be like, that's it, 100% right. So I'll edit around this. So when we come back, audience, you're going to be like, hey, that, <laughs> we just watched uh, the Recess intro. It's, right? Yeah. But it's literally like, it's the uh, uncopyrighted version of the Bernstein. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, the, like, this, it's, like it's, it's, Clearly an homage to it. Of course. Wow, talk about a joke that goes over a thousand people with kids' heads. Oh, I will never get. Because what kid from the 90s is watching The Great Escape? Exactly. No one. Well, not me, right? So, yeah. like, as soon as I was watching The Great Escape, I was like, damn, they 
Like, uh, there's a funny meme of uh, Soldier Boy talking about Drake. He stole my shit, line for line, bar for bar. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... There's the, nothing new in this world, bro. Really? <laughs> nothing new in this world. Like, just uh, the impact of The Great Escape and, like, that style, and, like, all the cinematic choices they made to be, like, a trope for, like, taking a children's series. Uh, in our case, Chicken Run, for instance, but, like, something like Recess, where in that intro, you know everything you need to know about all the characters. Yep. Right there in the intro, and it's clearly mimicking The Great Escape because all these little plots to get out of school. Um, so, you know, like, for whatever reason, The Great Escape does work in this medium, but, like, I saw Chicken Run pretty early on because I had younger siblings, and, like, we would get, like, DVDs or VHSs and stuff, and uh, Chicken Run was definitely one of those yeah. that was in rotation. So you don't even know, really? Yeah. No, like, probably around 2000, honestly. Yeah, when it came out. Yeah, like, basically, when it came out on DVD. I know we didn't see it in theaters. But, uh, you know, a lot of chicken-themed stuff back then. Mm. Chicken little, chicken little. Well, it was a different world. Chicken I think uh, I think that was, I'm going to, because I even felt something when I was watching it, of like the, oh, man, I'm fucking, I don't know if I want to eat chicken right now. Yeah, And yeah. then I did, but. Uh, well, that is a cool thing, man. It's like, it humanizes. The it really does. Like, Extremely. I mean, literally humanizes. <laughs> like, it personifies people, like, that they're chickens, uh. And, but at the same time, like, you're smart enough to do all this. You guys can't just climb a fence. I yeah, don't understand. Seriously. Like, or or the um, I guess because the dogs are the way around that. Like, right. well, the dogs will eat you. Right. Like, you know, but it's like <laughs> it's kind of one of those like you got all these tools. You can't just drill a hole in that fence. It's, it's, just get out of here. Exactly. I don't know. Anyway, but well, yeah, and then the Great Escape first time for this podcast. Uh, great, great um, choice there. Oh, I love it, man. You know, I'm a big fan of. You know what's kind of interesting about the films? Um, I mean, I think you broke it down, right? Like, synopsis-wise, right? Or What do you mean? Like, the films? Oh, of how similar they are? They were just, like, what happens in the movies. Yeah, well, basically, they they need to get out. That's yeah. it. They're, they're, they're going to get out. Like, yeah. one, the, the chickens are more dire. Yes. Because they, um, they, you know, they, they don't want to die. Right. They don't, they, they don't want to live their life laying eggs until they can't lay eggs anymore than they're killed. They yeah. don't want that. That's not a life. Uh, unless, according to the other chicken, it's a life! It's uh, a life. The, uh, uh, but then in The Great Escape is they gotta get out because not only is it their job, it's their passion to, to destroy, like, to run amok and make mm -hmm. them chase them, and also these guys have families. They yeah. wanna get back to their families. Yeah. They don't wanna live in this fucking tent with all these dudes. Yeah, ironically, The Great Escape, you know, folks are... Protected somewhat by the Geneva Convention, and so not. Yeah, um, and the chickens. No, there's no Geneva. There's convention no Geneva Convention at all. For they chickens. can throw them right. Although I don't know how. How the business model for the, the Tweedies is. Well, the business model actually, I'm kind of on board with. <laughs> with this movie, this movie's oddly women in oddly yeah. women empowering. Um, not only is it pro-vegan, it's pro-women. Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't expect to come from fucking Chicken Run. Right. That's all I'm right. saying. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, I'm just saying I didn't expect it. It kind of like, whoa. Not only, like, every woman in the, the, the first Ginger is a super powerful woman. Right. But then also Mrs. Sweetie's a super powerful super. woman. <laughs> and of True. course, they can't get along. Yeah. And it's like, it wouldn't work in The Great Escape in the sense that, like, Miss Tweedy... Obviously, she's, like, the villain of the movie, but ultimately, like, she's running a farm. Yeah, she's just running a farm, but if only you could recognize the talent of this woman. Right. This is what's the problem in the corporate structure of America. If you don't recognize the talent of this woman, you can make so much more money off mm -hmm. of ginger instead of just eggs. 
Or making her into a pot pie. Or you can make her a uh, circus chicken. Yes. Yeah, very famous. I had a... Yes. It, well, he's a he's a famous circus chicken for getting shot out of a rocket. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah. Which, by the way, took me way longer. Oh, yeah. To figure that I don't know. Right now, but <laughs> Rocket rock, Rocky. I actually just um, got it just yes. now. <laughs> um, so... Boy, I'm not smart. Yeah, me neither. I literally, as I'm saying it, like, oh. Uh, so they... But they have a... My only qualm uh, with... And this is something from the rip. And I... We discussed this off camera, but I'll reiterate it for the podcast. Is two things in the in the Great Escape. Yep. Is one is that everyone's white. So this is what I thought about. Okay. Initially. This is how I went. I was like, this is t- typical, like 1963, that everyone's white. And then I remembered, oh no, they're being captured by Nazis. Right. So if the guy was black, they probably would have just shot him. Probably. They're not gonna feed him. Mm-hmm. They don't care. That. Oh, my mistake. So they probably were all white. Yeah. So, oh, never mind. They would not treat regular, they would not treat black people like human beings That's because right. they were Nazis. That's They're right. horrible. We, you know, it's just always funny, like, in these mediums, like, the kind of, like, klutzy Nazi trope. Yes. Like, the Hogan's But like, it's like you gotta make it, it's like you gotta laugh or else you're gonna cry. That's true. Type of thing. That's true. That's what I think it's the girl. And the other thing, the other problem I have about this movie, and this is a little more, um, broad-minded, mm-hmm. is that um, Steve McQueen in this movie, as great as Steve McQueen is in this movie, yeah. he's just so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, he's so that, cool. That and it's like, come on, man. Yeah, like... Like, like he's, first of all, he's a hotshot pilot. Right. He's like, and then make, he's a rebel as a hotshot pilot that's overly confident and cocky, talking back to, like, the... Basically, the Fuhrer. Right. Talking back, like, uh, it's Captain Mills. Like, and all this shit. And making fun of everything, and like talking back, then he's just nothing. Nothing gets to him. Like you put him in the cooler, he doesn't give a fuck. He's got his baseball, ba boom, ba boom. Right. He rides motorcycles. He flies airplanes. Oh, what what does he study in college? Oh, chemical engineering. Like so. Not only that, he's the smartest guy in the room. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you know, that guy does not study chemical engineering. You know what's kind of interesting about it too? Um, because he's so cool. Nah, yeah, we just jump into it. Like. Obviously, obviously, but like um, the one-to-one would be Steve McQueen, who's uh, Hiltz, the cooler king. Hiltz, the cooler king, who broke every rule as fast as the Germans made them. You're crazy. You ought to be locked up. You too. 250 guys just walking down the road just like that. Uh, Because they're always putting him in the cooler. Mm -hmm. Um, And in Chicken Run, the equivalent would actually be, which I say in the feminist side of this, would be... Julia Swalha's ginger. We're all going to fly over that fence and Mr. Rhodes is going to show us how. Yes. Ginger is ilt, effectively. Yeah. You know, um, even like like you said with the baseball and him throwing the baseball, her throwing the coal when they're both yeah. like in uh, solitary confinement. Which I love. I, I love. thought it was, I thought it was great. Because I, 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 I immediately got it. I was like, it was, bravo. It was a great homage. But yes. like, um, both of these characters, I mean, obviously more so Steve McQueen, but like, just cool. Yeah, like, just super likable. Super likable. Um, and like, you got this feeling, but like, they would never do this because of, they're both honor bound. But like, if they just did it themselves, they wouldn't be stuck. Yeah. Like, they could just leave, but they're trying to help everybody. Well, that was the whole thing, too, of that Steve McQueen in the movie. He has the opportunity to mm-hmm. leave, and he does leave, but they're like, we need you to get recaptured to come back here right. and tell us the layout of the land out there because we don't know. 
And he's like, wait, you want me, if I get by, you want me to get caught again just right. so I can come back here? They're like, yeah. And he's like, I'm not doing that. What are you insane? And then he immediately does it. Right. Um, well, because it was Angus or whatever. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. Um, so it changes the mood. That's interesting. Like that turning point, um, I think that's where the movie tonally does make the shift from just being kind of like does. goofy, we're escaping just to kind of escape, to being like, Oh no! Fuck these yeah, Nazis! Yeah, fuck these Nazis! We gotta go. Like he's he makes the try. Uh, his the Scottish guy who's everyone in this movie's British except I don't know five guys, six guys. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, James Coburn's Australian. Okay. Yeah. Not even close to doing an accent, by the way. It's like, Nobody. hey mate, what's going on? Just trying to get back to Australia, mate. Like uh, James Coburn. Cedric. You're phenomenal, phenomenal James Coburn. I love James Coburn. Anyway, but then. Uh, one of the, the Scottish, uh, smaller guy, tries to, he, the solitary confinement breaks him. That's, uh, what, Angus Linney? He's, yeah. Uh, Ives the Ives. Mole? Ives the Mole, yeah. And he tries to escape. <laughs> and runs over, uh, tries to climb the, the fence and gets shot immediately by the guards. Yeah. And that's when the tonal shift, and he's like, now... I'll actually do what you need. Totally. Because now we're going to... Because fuck these Nazis. Yeah, because at, at this point in the film, um, Hiltz and the crew, but he's leading them, of course, uh, they, they're digging multiple tunnels simultaneously to try to, like, uh, keep the Nazis off the... Tom, Dick, and Harry. Tom, Dick, and Harry, the, the tunnels. And they, you know, they stop working on some of the tunnels and they focus, I think, on Tom specifically uh, during a 4th of July celebration where, again... Having a lot of fun. They've been making moonshine. Yeah. I love the montage where like everyone comes by and is like, oh shit. I love I also loved uh, Steve McQueen when he's handing it out to yeah. everyone. He's like, don't smoke while you drink this. Yeah. Don't smoke while you drink this, they're gonna light on fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I thought that was really funny. But like, you know, for something as serious as prisoners of war being, you know, like forced to do like you know, some like forced labor and stuff like that, who are trying to find an escape. Like, most of the tone is just like, eh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to escape. I don't know what you want from me. I'm a soldier. I'm a fucking... And it's like, Hill, did you try to escape? Yeah, I tried to escape. I tried to escape, yeah. It's like the scorpion and the frog. Like, yeah. It's in my nature. Right. What do you want me to do? Of course. And like, even so, so like, when placed in solitary confinement, because that's like the punishment. The cooler. Escape, the cooler. Um, you still get your baseball and your glove. Yeah, you got a baseball and a glove. You're Sit right. there in the room. You talk against to the Ives. Wall. He's right next door, you know? Like, the whole time I was thinking that, like, if I was Ives, like, after two hours, I'd be like, Hey, Steve, shut the fuck up. Oh, like, could you stop make banging that ball? Yeah. Stop make... banging that goddamn ball. <laughs> yeah. Especially that repetitive do 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 you know, Ives' death is, like, the turning point. Because, like, they're having this 4th of July celebration. They're playing Yankee Doodle. Um, kind of is a joke because uh, most of them are British. Oh, yeah, all of them are British. But they're like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Might as well get drunk with the Americans. That's right. Of which there are three. Yeah. There's three in this camp. Down it's, with the Brits, up with the, yeah. <laughs> up with the Americans. Yeah. Up with the colonies, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so funny. But like, I, th yeah, that tonal shift when, like, I was, like, the anguish of him, like, trying to climb the barbed wire. Because he loses it. When the Nazis find the tunnel, and he's, like, all that work, all, all yeah. this shit, and he's just like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. We're, we're never gonna get out of here. We're gonna die. We're all gonna die. <laughs> and then, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But they also add other things in there. Like, there's some things, like, that's why I could see this being such a great book. Yeah. That there's elements of each character that they they try, that they don't have time to expand. Right. Like, they, they expand on James, Co- on James Gardner, who's also devastatingly handsome in this movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. James, James Gardner, speaking of Maverick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Henley, the scrounger. Uh, yeah, the scrounger. He, um, he, he's, uh, what the hell was my point? Is that he's, they, I don't know. No, that he, you get into like what he does, but you don't really need more, more than he does, but then right. you get into Charles Bronson that, that he's actually extremely claustrophobic. Which is. Which they don't build on because he kind of comes out of nowhere. Right. You're right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you've been doing, this is your 19th tunnel and you're claustrophobic now, you're telling right. us? Right. Like, why would you do the other ones? Right. And like, even the rationale for like why we're, well, before, I knew I had to to get out. I was like, well, you still have to get out. Yeah, yeah you I still have to like, get out. Like, 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 I go in my own way. <laughs> And also, when you look, this movie also, Charles Bronson is the best. Especially because I realized, like, I was like, oh, where the hell is um, Charles Bronson from? He's like, America? <laughs> like, it's from New York or something. Sure. Yeah, and it's like, how the fuck is Charles, it's like Bukowski or something like that. It's like, anyway, but he, um, it's just ridiculous that his, his accent is like, huh? It's, <laughs> it's. And just in real life, though, that's just him talking. Right. And I don't know where you're. Hey, man, where the hell are you from? Right. Um, he uh, he's phenomenal. Also, the homage they do for the the uh, in Chicken Run mm-hmm. when they do uh, it's perfect because it looks exactly like the tunnel in the Greatest the Tunnel escape. with the little uh, with the, cart. You know, thing. the little cart, and, he, and the chickens take the the uh, the shovel and bang it against the thing to like yeah. signal to like, pull me in. Yeah. That's great. Meanwhile, like, if anyone's ever seen the uh, show Peaky Blinders, when they're digging the tunnel and that, it's like, no, that's what that looked like. Right. Not this. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, look, we got a lantern here. Hmm. That looked kind of fun. It's like, let's go through the little hub tunnel. 100%. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know, like, for so much of the film, it's just fun. It's really fun. It's It's just... and, And the whole time you're, like... This is what I love. This is what I loved about it. And we'll just get into the get into sure. the, the entire movie. Of what I loved about the movie is the whole time you're like, this is fun. Like mm-hmm. this is great. That you don't when they get killed at the end, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? I know. Like it's... that you don't see it coming, and that the bad guys completely win. Yeah. They're like it's huh? It's such a bummer. Cause like, yeah, it's such a bummer. They because even the people that like arguably escape. They're not even like the ones you want. Yeah, I mean Charles Bronson. Oh yeah, and then James Coburn, yeah. Charles Bronson and Danny, whoever that guy's name is, and then uh, James Coburn. Those are the only three of right. the two hundred and fifty people that right. are trying to escape. Right. Like three people escape, and they uh, and James Co- and James Coburn does it by act, like he does it by luck, sheer right. luck. Like he stays at a cafe that happens to be like shot up by the resistance. Right. And because he, he saw that and they knew he wasn't a Nazi, he's like, you guys resist us? Can you get me to Spain? And they're like, yeah, we can get you to Spain. Yeah. And that's the only reason why he gets there. And Charles and Charles Bronson and Danny took a rowboat. So they're like, who's going to find them in the ocean? Right. You know? wow. And that's the only reason why. But everyone else, yeah, like Steve McQueen, you want to get away, and he doesn't. But James Garner, and then he's looking out for the old man. The, mm-hmm. uh, who's not even, 
by the way, he's in that list of people. Were you ever young? Right. The right. fucking Donald Pleasants from Halloween. <laughs> like, were you ever a young? I don't man? think he ever was. And he's so fucking. We, and <laughs> when you find out he like can't see, he, he can't was, see too. Like this didn't come up. Why do you have this job? <laughs> Out of all the things, you could just hang out and be like, "Yo, can I leave?" Half yeah. those guys didn't do shit. Right. Like. Right. They half those guys were just in the choir singing. You couldn't be in the choir. Crazy. Um, and you didn't make every passport. There were guys that were helping you. Like you had a class. Right. Like. Um, you don't need to. Never mind. Uh, I guess they wouldn't let him go though. So that's what they said. They, they couldn't let him go because he's blind. And so he's going to get caught because he'll fucking magoo it right into a tree. <laughs> Straight up. But he, uh... When he jumps out of the, the train, I'm like, wow. Also, he's a fucking asshole. And that, yeah. that whole movie, is like, oh, it's so uncivilized to drink tea. It's like, you're in a prisoner of war tea camp. Tea with hot milk. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, do you want to... You should go see what it's like in Poland right now. Seriously. You fucking assholes. Like, and when they're drinking the moonshine, it's like, oh, it's pretty good stuff, right? It's like, you know what it's not? Yeah. It's not brandy. We're like, let's go fuck. Yeah, yeah it's not, dickhead. Yeah of, yeah, of course it's not. We made this last night in a basement with potatoes, bro. Do you want it or not? <laughs> and like, like you're saying with the, the in how, like, let's say of the 200, about 76 escaped before, like, their plan got blown up. Yes. Because uh, when they dug the tunnels, unfortunately... They're about 20 meters short. Yeah, 20 meters short of the uh, the tree line, so like the guards could still see them. Technically, they, if they all went out at once, they could see them. Yeah. So they had to, Steve McQueen went out. Of course Steve McQueen went out. Of course. <laughs> and he had a, a string to pull it to let them know to come. Right. Uh, so one by one, at, while it was dark. And so that's how they did it. Fortunately for them, well, temporarily fortunately for them, uh, there was like an air raid, so like all the lights went out, so they mm -hmm. gave them some opportunity to make make an escape, but like some asshole. Just that trips. one fucking asshole trips. Trips, but none of that. But he rushed to get out. Yeah. He was like, he was like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm not waiting for him. Right, right. And it's like, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you know? thanks, you dickhead. You ruined it for everyone and probably got us all killed. Pretty much, and did. Well, fifty of them. For fifty sure. of them. He got the movie. Two, two thirds of them killed. Yeah, the movie's dedicated to like fifty um, of these captive soldiers or whatever that. Um, they oh. got capped, capped. <laughs> yeah, capped yeah. Apparently, direct order from the Fuhrer himself. Um, uh, yeah, they shot them, which was a violation of the Geneva Convention, which we mentioned. And you know, going forward, obviously, big motivation for like the McQueen character going forward. Like, I guess if there is a silver lining to the ending, he's still just as defiant oh, as yeah. he always was. You know, hey, but that's also more of the reason when I at the end of this, like, well, why why would they kill him? I know. That doesn't make... Because well, he's cool? That doesn't... I, it seems that's, to be. That's, that's why some of the stuff doesn't make sense of, like, why are you so cool? Because they would just kill you. Yeah. That there's no... They're not going to put up with your stupid shit. I mean, yeah. This is not middle school. Like, in in a recess, makes sense. Right. You can't do anything to right, make you it, can't, really. You can't but take out TJ Detweiler. Yeah. <laughs> but Steve McQueen, they can certainly have an accident, and you died. You would... Think, because uh, like the entire premise of this prison camp is it's tougher than the previous prison camp. Yeah, that's why they're transported. Also, I fucking love that the first thing they try to do, like the immediately day, the like, day they get there, the camp. minute, the minute he's like, "Yo, who are these Russian guys?" Yeah, and he's like, oh, "I know one phrase in Russian. I love you." Like, get in the and they're trying to escape with the Russians and like get get in the haystack, yeah. get in the the bushes. Let's go. Oh, man. And Steve McQueen's immediately like, how far is it to that? <laughs> They're all like, immediately like, how do we get out? Yep. I mean, yeah, within the, within the first few minutes, Steve McQueen already knows the blind spot in the guard post. Yep. 
um, you know, formerly the player. But you're right, like, when you have a leader that's that charismatic, and now allegedly these uh, Nazi characters are tougher, uh, you take it out of the head. Like, why, yeah, is, why, why are you letting this guy just... Like, you... And well, all you have to say is, no, he, we shot him trying to escape, which he escaped 17 times. Right, He's right. clearly gonna do it. Like, he clear, he's that, guilty of it 17 times. That, that's like the other thing, which is, I think, why the movie can sit in, like, kind of the fun category for as long as it does, is, yeah... If you try to escape this way, we'll shoot you. But if you do it a different way, yeah, we'll just be like, no, no, no. And it's no. like, where are we at? Are you guys? Yeah, like, I guess maybe it's that he's not high ranking enough for them to care. Fair. That's what I, I'm a steal the I get assume, but uh, all the more reason why you're gonna get more flack from the Geneva Convention. But the, also the uh, with this when when it comes to like that ending mm. when like that it kind of comes out of nowhere right. that you don't see it coming at all right that you're right. sitting they're sitting fucking John Hammond is sitting there talking to uh, the other guy and he's yeah. like you know I feel the best I've ever felt even though we failed I feel so good that we tried and mm -hmm. then like you know we some of us got away and that's enough and like I feel so good this is the best day of my life and they turn around and <laughs> you're yeah. like huh yeah. <laughs> that's Great. wait did they is that one of those you rewind it like I'm sorry did they just murder them yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Nuts, man. Uh, and then John Hammond uh, went on to open Jurassic Park. Well, yeah. Now he even in like him as a young man, it's like, come on, bro, you're not that young. <laughs> I mean, he's like, what are you, twenty eight? Most of this crew, motherfucker, you're forty five. Most of this crew is like that. Charles Bronson, you can't convince me, was young. No. Like, at any point, like he just came out in uh, his With that late thirties. Yeah, he came out to like him. Burgess Meredith came out at 62 Burgess, years yeah. old. Fucking Donald Pleasance, he was 49 years old when he was born. Steve McQueen, even like, even him at like 25 is still like, I don't know. Like, he's still like so rugged. Yeah, he looks like the He's a weird, yeah, he does. <laughs> he's like a weird, like people talk about him as a sex symbol and I kind of get it. So he's a good looking guy, but yeah, then he's also but like, is he? Yeah, like, right? his hair is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's, he, but also, like, his smile is so, like, creased. I don't know. It's just looking by today's standards of... Like, I think, yeah, it's, like, like this guy, times. That motherfucker never used all lotion in his life. You know, like, totally. he's a bar of soap just wipe with his face. Yeah, like, these days, like, you're going to be... Uh, that's not... All, I'm, I'm shitting on Steve McQueen a little too much here. I love Steve McQueen. No, he, he's, he's it's great. Phenomenal. But, like, I know what you mean. Like, when you're looking at this cast, by modern Hollywood standards, like, I don't think... No, James Gardner is. He's, yeah, he like by now, even by today's standards, you'd be like, "That's a fucking handsome ass dude." That's fair. I mean, everyone else. Yeah. Look at the IMDb. Yeah, he's like the only one that has like. <laughs> yeah, look at that picture. Yeah, the man looks great. Yeah. No, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Like, uh, not David Attenborough. Not David Attenborough. Which he should have done. He should have narrated the Chicken Run. That would. Uh, that would have been so funny. That would have been sick. If you did that, and like this is the story of also the claymation in Chicken Run is phenomenal. The claymation is amazing, and then like, funny enough, tonally, you know, it's a comedy like the whole time. But like, Chicken Run, I would say the stakes are, feel higher. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. In Chicken Run. Yeah. <laughs> because they can't help science. Right. Like, they can't help the biology that they there's. Eventually, they're going to be a barren. That right. You know, old chickens aren't supposed to a exist, b produce eggs. Yeah. That's not. There wasn't a moment because Ginger, from the rip, knows that she's in danger. Yeah. I mean, I guess McQueen and all his guys know that like they're in danger, but like 
to an extent. Like, they know that they can push the limits and basically keep trying to escape and, like, not much will happen. Yeah. Versus Chicken Run, like, she's trying to make it out because she knows what happens and we get a very early example of a chicken who's like, killed. She, she ain't making eggs no more. Yeah. Immediately killed. Like, early in the film. It was like, wow. And uh, we also talk about the one, the one male chicken other than Rocky, the Admiral or whatever is. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's fucking Uncle Tom coming in here like this. Yeah, he, he was annoying as shit. This, it's just like, why are you helping them? I don't understand even what you're trying to do. Like, you. Because, uh, Benjamin Withrow's Fowler. Operation cover up. No yeah, Fowler. Yeah. This fucking guy. He's annoying as shit. Yeah, what are you doing? You can't help them. They're. That's these guys are a bunch of fucking rat, what about what's a rat piece of shit like yeah. ah, fall out ladies fall out like what yeah he, he's yo man shut up don't help them and they're helping them count and shit yeah exactly and like I mean I guess his closest equivalent would be like the dude who's like this is this tea doesn't have milk in it this is yeah. no brand like sort of but well, also his, I, like, that's just annoying it's like I'm not helping you but also his like senile ass like forgetting he was in the, the air force it's yeah like, bro. Did you not mention? We've been trying to fly for like yeah. <laughs> the last hour. What are you doing? You've flown before? You've flown? You're the only one who might have known? Ridiculous. Come on, bro. I, I think that like, um, you know, obviously like we're not doing a one-to-one -one film because one is about prisoners of war and one's about chickens. Yeah, but it's also, but, they, so it's basically the same plot, but the characters are definitely different. Like, I guess the closest would be of the, like the scrounging the Scrounger and Rocket would be Rocky would be close. Yeah, like um, yeah, Rocky would be close. But like, what's interesting about Rocky, one being the only male, so like that Mel Gibson stuff we're talking about. The name's Rocky. And what brings you to England? Why, all the beautiful English chicks, of course. Yes. Um, and American. Yes, being the American, which, but then also not not American, American, which is the which, best. That's such a great joke in the so movie. Good. It's like I don't even think he's American. That that well, is he's not. That is what makes Chicken Run work so much. They're like, on a, like a base level for like kids, like, yeah, just what's happening is kind of funny. But like for an older audience, like all of the jokes, yeah. um, even jokes that I would be like, am I really laughing about a hard-boiled egg joke? Like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. That was a good joke. That's a fine joke. <laughs> it, was, it was solid. Totally fine. But like the, the idea of one, like introducing the American, then him being like really the only viable male that they've ever seen. And, like, what that means for him, and, um, like, because he clipped his wing, like, when Rocky, he basically flies into their camp, they think he's flying, uh, because he's trying to escape from the circus, and now he's, he's introduced hope into, again, talk about tonally, he's introduced hope into this hopeless situation. One flew over the with. cuckoo's nest, One, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's more or less convinced him dubiously that he can fly, and that he can teach them to fly. Yeah. But like, not even kind of. Just a piece of shit. He is kind of. Rocky kind of sucks. Yeah, he kind of does suck. Mo mostly because he, um, he never really comes clean and then the moment he's confronted with like, um, adversity again, he just dips. dips. Yeah. Nah, he comes back, so sure, there's some redemption there. But, but even they address that. It's like, she's like, that's for leaving, and that's for coming back. Yeah. That's, she slams him in the face and then kisses him. Yeah. Which, I don't, you just don't need them to fall in love. I would have been much better for the female archetype if they, she didn't like that guy. Yeah, that's Although, true. 
in, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So <laughs> in the land of the the hands, the, the one rooster is king. I I love like the bits where like because his wing is clipped and he really doesn't have to prove that he can fly, and like how the hens like he's sitting in, like a hot tub, he's yeah. doing like massages and stuff like that. And he has the cocktail, which yeah. I thought was, I was like, that's such a good joke. I would so, so do that joke, too. So like, especially to a girl. Like, yeah, cocktail. It's, it's so good. Um, I gotta give a shout out to, um, really, I think what helps ground the movie, because there's other chickens, like Lynn Ferguson plays Mac, um, Jan Horrocks plays Babs, and I think Mac is like the, kind of like, the nerdy one. Yeah, the one who was knitting? Uh... I think so, right? I don't know. I don't remember their names, to be honest with you. I don't remember their names, but like, I know there's the one that knits. There's uh, the one that like basically helps make the flying device. Yeah. Who does like a lot of the engineering stuff, and there's like, I don't know. That shit doesn't really matter, but like, yeah, they all have character traits too. But ultimately, like, everyone but gender is so distracted. Like, oh. Like they are not concerned at all. No. But they really, really should be. Yes. Indeed. And um, another thing that kind of works into the humor, which is somewhat hilarious, that these characters, especially Mrs. Tweedy, are played more villainous than Nazis. Oh, totally. Absolutely. In the film. More, more villainous than those Nazis. Yes, than those Nazis, than correct. Those Nazis. I'm going to say, like, Ray like, Fiennes and Schindler's List. Right. He was worse. Yeah, no, he was but, worse. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the Great Escape Nazis are just kind of like, because everyone's just, like, idiots. checked out. Yeah. Like, um, um, even with Von Luger we were talking about, when, um, when Hans Mesmer's Von Luger... This is a new camp. It has been built to hold you and your men. It is organized to incorporate all the effluent of security measures. There's, like, different little scenes in the movie where you can tell he's like, I'm just trying to get through this. Yeah, it's like, I don't... I got shot, yeah. and I can't do anything else. Yeah. So, why do you guys gotta do this? Like, when, uh... Some people come in, like other Nazis show up at one point, and they're like, oh, we gotta do what we gotta do. And they're like, hell Hitler. And they do the thing, and like, he's just sitting there, like, hell Hitler. Like, yeah. uh, All right. I'll do the thing. I'll do the thing. Fine. I'm one of you. Versus, like, Miranda Richardson's Mrs. Tweedy. Who it's a pie machine. Chickens go in, pies come out. Ooh, what kind of pie? Who is, who is portrayed as, like, the devil yeah. himself. Vile. <laughs> well, but but it's not even doing anything that... Not, nothing more than, like, you or I would do. Yeah, it's like... like we got a chicken farm. Let's kill the chickens. Farm. This chicken doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah. Um, I eat, eat them. Yeah. I'm starving. It's not like she's, like, maliciously killing chickens. No, she's not doing it, like, bathing in their blood. Yeah, and, like, Tony Hagar's Mr. Tweedy is kind of, like, comedic relief, kind of bumbling. He's also great in the, in the fact of... I swear to, they're doing like, something and he keeps seeing them do stuff yeah. and then he's like, yeah, they're gonna, they're, tr they're and, and then she's she like, shut not the fuck it. up. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny. Like, he's watching chickens like, wait, are those chickens doing like military exercises? Nah, nah, <laughs> they can't be doing that. And then I had a, I also had a really odd thought that doesn't happen that often when I watch a movie, mm -hmm. but can you see, I don't know if it was, I'm sure it was, maybe I should have done even an ounce of research on this while I was thinking about it, Yeah. but is, aren't there parts of this movie that are such like a video game of Chicken Run? Yeah. Like, couldn't you see playing like that, couldn't well, you see a level of going in like the, the machine I was gonna say and that, going yeah. through that whole thing? I could absolutely, absolutely see doing it's that. Absolutely, like, um, 
I could see a level where like sneak past the door. Yeah. You know, um, uh, press X to make the flying machine. Or try and get out of the coal box. Yeah. And, like that's you're in the coal box and you got to try, try and figure a way out. And, well, I, I'll say this, uh, like you mentioned, the claymation is, and it is really good, um, or at least the stop motion claymation, whatever it is. Um, it's an all claymation stop motion. Yeah, sir. Yeah. So yeah, one of them. Uh, what the scope of the film? It's like for no one's making them do this, but like they put so much attention to detail. With the design of the farm, with the design of the uh, and how the, the farm plane. looks so much like the camp, yeah, just like the distance between the fence and the and the and the the cabins themselves. Yes. You're like, look at this, and they're all like bunched in the middle, perfectly lined up. Yes, and always like hits the tone that they're going for. So like when the uh, the circus is looking for Rocky, he's like, oh shit, fuck, hiding, hiding. You know, like like the way they introduce human elements, like when the uh, the machine that they're putting together to make chicken pot pies. Or the machine. like that or the big menacing, like... And it, the sound like a makes, war machine. Yeah, and you know? the diesel sound. Yeah. And they do the same thing with the, the circus truck. Yep. And, yes. Uh, anytime human beings are involved, it's such like a... That like, breaks the nature of sound. Yes. Everything. And um, even the, the sound of the them just with the... Uh, the... Uh, the hatchet when they kill the chicken. Right. It's like a thunder. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, it doesn't make it barely. It's like it, that's it. And it's over. But for the chickens. In real life. But for the chickens, right? Yeah. And it's like these humans are they're like otherworldly almost beings, somewhat. <coughs> like anytime <coughs> things happen with uh, with the humans, like even like the way it looks, like it's dark or it's menacing and stuff like that. And it's just very interesting that, like, there was a play between those tones, like, the chicken's more, like, yeah. carefree, happy-go-lucky ways. I just love that we're talking about tones now, now that the sun's right in my face. Yeah, the sun is... It's up. okay. I mean, I don't really care what yeah. you're talking I just like that it's, it's like, oh, well, and then yeah. you... Yeah, I'm, I'm the Tweety. Yeah, and just, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're the chicken. Now I'm fucking, I'm ginger. <laughs> I, I also, like, I... I have ginger myself, anyways. So. I also love ginger's hat. Oh, Ginger's hat is great. Ginger's hat is, and uh, even just like the the attention to the the feathers, I think were so good. Yeah, I also love the the crochet that she was doing. Yeah, you know, like the whole time. Yeah, I think um, what was I gonna say? Mrs. Tweety's glow up too. Like when you see the uh, the billboard that she buys, perfect. It, and she looks so she happy, looks, like nice, and, nice, and like because she probably is. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're just seeing it from the chicken's perspective. Right, right. That she's a monster. And don't get me wrong, she's not exactly. She's not very nice. That was also the other thing I couldn't figure out. I was like, what is this relationship? Too. Is it, are they married? I think they are, but I think they are because he's like, why can't it be Mister and Mrs. Tweety? And they're like, mm -hmm. we need the female angle. Yeah, and which is also another. Which I, I agree with her. Another, yes, I agree. <laughs> I don't want to buy a chicken pot pie from a guy. Mrs. Tweety's not the guy. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. need that in my life. But also, they have, uh, especially that guy. Yeah, that uh, guy. No, that guy. No. no shot. No shot. But they have. Uh, but I, yeah, I guess they were married. I could have seen them being uh, brother and sister too. But you I guess yeah. Because like in the uh, the tagline, yeah, it sucks. Uh, in no, the tagline, my back is just yeah, same. So. But in the tagline, she is Mrs. Tweety. It's not Miss. It's not Miss. She's okay. Mrs. Tweety. So I assume that they're married. Yeah. Also, like, again, talking about scope and tone, the chicken pie machine, one, terrible business model. You only have so many chickens. 
Yeah. Like, are you going to get more gonna, chickens? Yeah, what's, how are you going to do this? You're going to get... Because you don't have eggs anymore. You don't, have eggs anymore. you don't have a rooster, at least not that you know of. Yeah. So... So, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah it's a ter- The whole idea of it was a terrible idea. I was like, well, then you're going to run out. This is very short-sighted. There's no way that many chicken Popeyes are going to pay for that machine. No, not, not, not even a That's bit. what? Let's say each chicken is 20 Popeyes, which it's not. Yeah. At four ninety-five dollars a piece. The chicken killing machine that you saw advertised. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I need that. Yeah. Like, what is the that, market That for machine it? is way more than fucking, how many chickens are there? 40? Yeah. So it's 40, that's way more than $40,000. 100%. But like, uh, when, <laughs> when they uh, get the machine and Ginger and Rocky are going through it, the pressure gauge, the, the gravy. Oh, the gravy pressure. The gravy <laughs> like, pressure. why is that a gauge? <laughs> gauge. And then she's pissed because like, clearly Mr. Tweedy must have put this thing together. Yeah. Wrong, because that's the only reason it's not working. So he's always he's always t- catching shit. Always. I'm like, I don't know, it's, it's funny. It's like a funny Also, it's like, movie. well, motherfucker, like, yo, we're, so your idea is to get a, a chicken pot pie machine? Why doesn't every chicken rancher have one? Then? Uh, that why is that, like... Great question. I mean, it's in the ma- she doesn't come up with the idea. They they buy it from a magazine that they read about. Right. Yeah. So, like, why don't they just? Why doesn't everyone have one then? Yeah. So seems, then, seems, seems like that's gonna be, uh, that's a fucking watered down market, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, if everyone has a dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, the switch. So, like, when um, Babs or whatever her name is, um, Babs or Bunty, one of them it doesn't matter. But like, um, when she doesn't lay eggs and like the old bottle was you don't lay eggs you, die. you get the axe I get that yeah of that course. makes sense but then now it's like they're thinking oh shit she's up next and they're like oh this bitch is getting kind of fat this is great because the fatter chicken is of course, more pie more pie you know but how also that's another thing too it's like now you gotta feed them more yeah like how much is that you know what's funny too I like didn't really think about this before but like in the great escape the papers that they made, like all the forged paperwork, is for the day they're trying to escape. Yeah, so they have to do. They it. Have to do it that day. The chickens have to do it that day because the pie machine. Yeah, it's gonna get. This <laughs> is about to get fixed. It's like, wow, you made you made that like connection. Yeah, you have to so made it made it a timeline. You gotta yeah. have. If not, you're just like we can just dig more tunnels. Right. We can fucking we'll sweep this right. this plane. Try and get it to work. Man, even uh, even when they find out. Rocky can't fly, and she's got like the bottom piece of the poster, and she puts it up, and like the thun- like the lightning clap, and like it's it's so perfect. It's so good. It really like, is so just, good. Did you also get um, like me when when you saw the? Although you said you you were so familiar with it, but when I first saw it, um, I when they're inside, seen it, well, so. but when they were in the. Um, in the in the plane itself, mm-hmm. did you get fucking Con Air vibes? Because I did. Like it looked like the plane from Con Air, which would also make sense because they are prisoners. Right. They're right. trying to escape, and that movie came out already. Yeah, I mean, I I guarantee because like this studio that does these films, uh, they're great at making references like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they drew fan. If I fucking picked up on this guy's. Um, if they're making a, if also, it's a chicken run, they're making a Con Air reference. Also, the tagline, this ain't no chick flick. Wow. It's great. Well done. It's great. Well, and, but I, also, I got, no, I got no notes. And yet, it totally is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, it is a it's chick It's a chick, chick, like as in chicken, yep. and also, it's a woman, a female empowering movie. 
So, it was an almost uh, 90% female cast. Yeah, I mean... There's uh, three dudes in it. Yeah, and, you know, like, people people always make arguments, which, I mean, it's true about Hollywood and representation, but, like, this is... Surprisingly dominant, and in the most in, positive way possible. And, like, not, like, pandering. Like, nope. It's just a good... Good movie. movie. It's just a good movie. They're not, they're not shoving it down your throat. They're like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, almost in the same way of, uh, like... I don't know what to tell you. They're all white guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. this, right. they're all female. I don't know what to tell you. Right. They, they're tense. Why would there and, be a male? And even, like, the solution, because, like... And even the one male that shows up, he's a dick. He's a, he's a dick, and he's a bit, like, all the guys are... Or senile. Kind of dumb. So which right. one do you want? You're senile, you're, um... Mr. Tweedy is kind of dumb. He's right sometimes. But he's like, also 100% right. He's 100% so right. He's goofy. Right. He's, he's more goofy than... But dumb. he's not... He thinks he's dumb, right. but he's not because he's everything he's, he's saying is he's right. 100%. He's like, why would we shoot? Why would we do this? Well, we're just doing this goddamn. I mean, Rocky isn't dumb. He's, he's just full selfish. of shit. Yeah, he's full of yeah, yeah. he's full of shit. He's selfish and full of shit. Yeah. yeah, but like, um, that can be redeemed because thankfully Ginger actually has her shit together. Yes, and can surmise a plan. Yes, um, it's just it's so well done. I love that. Like, they don't. Yeah, the chickens don't learn to fly, but. They learn to fly because they make the machine. And also, I kind of like the way they do the American archetype. Mm-hmm. So they take, in in in, uh, in The Great Escape, they have Steve McQueen, who, like we said, is so cool. Super. Super cool. No like, there's question. no downside to him. Right. Everything he does is awesome. Yeah. And, which is his downside. Right. He's like, okay, yeah. Every, too, like, come on, man. You study chemical biology? Of course you do. Anyway. Yeah. But... Um, and on the other side, Rocky is exactly the same character. Yeah, but, but from a British perspective, right? <laughs> like, right. This fucking asshole. Like that's like that's the point that he's yeah, an asshole. It's like of course an American. Of course, and in America, he's What's, he's um, so cool. And, and you know, even though it's a kids film, Fowler at one point I forget because uh, he's obviously so British, he hates the Americans. He's like the uh, oversexed, over uh, I forget his yeah. exact line. It's like over sex. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, then again, you're like Mel yeah, Gibson. Seems like it. Mel Gibson. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I like I said, for both films, I have no notes. No, I no, no, no notes. You like those are the two things I. Like, we're job. talking about the business model. Yep. Uh, and then like Steve McQueen's too goddamn cool. Yeah. And then camp looks kind of fun. Yeah. Like in kind of both too. Like they're all like ah, they're having a good time. Which all oh, by the way, like I love the gag. First yeah. of all, when they do the oh the pants with the pants with the in the in the Great Escape when they do to get rid of the um they get rid of the uh, yeah, the dirt that the doesn't dirt, match yeah that doesn't match which I was like yeah, yeah. that's great oh so oh they th- they come out shaking yeah they shaking it out and like stepping on it like which by the way would look so stupid if yeah. you were if you were a guard you couldn't figure out what was going in you're like what are you doing but, like but these no. guards are that dumb yeah they're, they're like, like oh how you doing you want to stomp in your garden over here like. Each and every one of us. <laughs> I love how their excuse, though, is like when he's, they, they're saying that, uh, like, well, I didn't know you guys were, I thought you guys grew flowers in Britain. He's like, you can't eat flowers. And I was yeah. like, that's a great answer. But then that, and then the, uh, and then Chicken Run, their business model, and then Steve McQueen, is that he's too cool, and then, I, I don't know, and then everyone's kind of like goofy. Yeah. A little too goofy, but. Yeah. Apparently, though, they were really like, very close to that, though. That they're like. Hey man, let's just wait this out. Yeah, like you can't go anywhere. We're not gonna hurt you. 
I mean, you got to think, um... And that they're who, all white. You got to think who would be running the camp. Because, like, it's not, like, a glamorous job. No, it's not. There, There's some guy, it's... You know what made me think of, like, the real guy that would run it? It's, uh, have you ever seen Jojo Rabbit? Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Rockwell's character, how he yeah. was, like, on the front lines, but he got shot, he was injured, and, like, he was, right. he was like, crippled from, uh... Or, I, you shouldn't say that, I'm well, sorry to yeah, say. Yeah, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. He was uh, injured to, and as a physical disability from, you know, war. Right. And he, uh... He said, so that's what he does now. He ran that office. Like, right. that'd be the same guy exactly. that ran that camp now. Like, exactly. he's like, ah, I'm better than this. Because what? Because, like, why would you give a shit? Yeah. And which would also <laughs> add to the reason why you wouldn't give a shit. Right. Right. You were like, oh, I could be doing so much more. <laughs> right. But he can't. There's no option. Yes. Also, I guess, uh, not that it really matters, but I guess Rocky's name is Rocky Rhodes. I didn't mm. realize that. That's, yes, I do. That's pretty funny. Because he always hits the road. Yeah. Let's see. Apparently, um, Chicken Run was released to critical acclaim. It was a commercial success grossing over $220 million, becoming the highest grossing stop motion anime film in history, and DreamWorks' biggest uh, success until Shrek in 2001. It doubled it. I mean, Shrek is Shrek. Shrek is Shrek. I'll tell you what. like this better. No, this was, um, this was great. Yeah. Oh, shit. A sequel titled yes. Chicken Run. Yes. I was Run's just going to say Yeah. Wow. This December on Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I don't like... Not, it doesn't bode well for the fact of how long it's taken to make. Yeah, it's Three years to make it in I, between. I, um, there's, not, there's nothing to do. We did it. Yeah, we did it. You don't need to do it. What, did they get captured again? I, I would say, I guess my only complaint, but at the end of the day, it's a children's movie, so who gives a shit, is, uh, is the little, like, paradise that they live in afterwards. I'm like, this is too yeah. convenient. Yeah, I actually... Uh, I had someone came over when that came on. Okay. I turned it off, so I didn't see the full one. Oh yeah, it, it's not a big deal. It's like I saw like the I saw uh, Fowler telling the the baby chicks, yeah. uh, which you got it. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, I that, it. That was, as soon as I saw it, I knew what was happening. That, it's not like that was all it was. Like the same. There's like a poster that Ginger has. I didn't think fucking Skeletor came out of the water at the end. Like I'll get you, you man. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what would happen in the Great Escape. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, oh man. That was, I was also love... into using uh, English. Yeah. And get caught. <laughs> Thanks very much. Also, what I love too about that was yeah. that's the guy that told him, like, this is the oldest trick in the book, don't do it. And then they yeah. did it to him. And yeah. He's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, shit. Have a nice day. Excuse me? <laughs> that And that one guy that catches uh, John Hammond, uh, mm -hmm. that they he, can, uh, he catches him, he's like, your French is very good. That guy is so... He's a terrible actor, but at the same time is so creepy. Yeah. I don't know how... He's, like, physically imposing, but, I mean, like, out of shape, but also... I don't know. Yes. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, and also, I loved the ending to The Great Escape of, like, the credits. Right. Like, that's the best way to do credits. Like, what's that guy's name? Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, with uh, the photos. Yeah, like, the photos. Of this, and they're like, oh. And them doing something, like, oh, shit. Because, like, I didn't know how into the characters we were going to get, but I was like, how the hell am I going to remember all these people? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh I got it. Yeah, that guy. That's James Garner. That's James Colbert. Oh, the scrounger. Because yeah. it's not like IMDb today. Well, I mean, it is like IMDb anytime, but um, it was so long ago, and the photos that they used for some of these actors were, like, photos of much older. Of course. Later in their career. And I was like, who is who? Who is that guy? You know? Yeah. Now it's right there. Now it's right there. Like, if you look at, if you look at, uh, 
uh, what's his name, the guy that plays uh, Big X. I, what, who's John Hammond? Yeah. Like when you when you look up his picture, it's fucking John Hammond. It's not that picture. You're like that guy looks so familiar. Who is that? And right. then you're like, oh, he created Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't know. This was so cool. I thought it was. I also love that ending of like how they did everything. Like, din, and while they're doing the do 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 do, and it's so I I love the ending to that. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, both films like. Uh, like I said, Chicken Run, um, yeah, like, sure isn't an ideal ending, but why wouldn't it be? It's a children's movie. Like, why yeah. wouldn't it be happily kind of ever after? So. Of course, and it should be. Yeah, what, yeah. what do I care? I want the chickens to suffer? They, no. Haven't they suffered no, enough? Right, man. They've suffered enough. Yeah. I just wish that in this video that uh, it wasn't slowly being whitewashed out of it. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it looked like a ghost. Yeah, plus the, he, he's going to start getting to me, oh, dog. Oh, he's gotten to me, my friend. Yeah, buddy. That's why I'm, uh, I'm wrapping this shit up. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Run, runtime, hour 24. Tight hour 24. Yo, it's, and it goes by like nothing. Yeah. It's perfect. And even like uh, The Great Escape being close to three hours is two hours and 52 minutes. Yeah, right? I... One, this is also one of the only DVDs I still own. It's nice. The Great Escape. Which I, I watched it on it. Because I watched yeah. Chicken Run. Fucking and McQueen then, on the motorcycle. Yeah, Steve, Steve McQueen... And see, great fun fact about this movie, yeah. that they couldn't get someone to ride as well as Steve McQueen to chase him, so he's actually dressed as the German soldier, he's chasing himself Wow! in the movie, so he's dressed as a German soldier chasing Steve McQueen. They don't make, they don't make dudes like that no more. They don't, like, who's just like, oh no, I'll do it, can yeah. I do it, can I do it, can yeah. I jump the fence, yeah. can I do it? like, Tom Cruise will do it, but he's yeah, not nearly like, as not. cool yeah. as Steve McQueen is. Like, Steve McQueen will fuck your wife in front of you. 100%. Like, like, you know, I'll give Tom Cruise respect for, you know, jumping off the motorcycle with the parachute and stuff. Like, Oh, he's insane. It's not, it's not the same as, like, McQueen's being like, yeah, I'm just going to send it. You yeah, know, like, there's, like, don't get me wrong. There's, he did it with the parachute and all that stuff, but, like, Steve McQueen's just like, I'm just going to jump this right yeah. now. Like, let's go. Like, and we're in our backyard right now. What makes, like, the Tom Cruise stunt cool is the stunt is cool. Right? Like, the, the thing is yeah, like to do something that crazy is what makes it cool. Steve McQueen on a motorcycle is cool. Yes, he's just <laughs> awesome. I'm very convinced like that I think they this movie erred close which is also this movie is the movie it, for anyone that saw uh, Once Upon a Time in America, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. that Leonardo, they they uh they superimposed Leonardo DiCaprio in as the Steve McQueen <laughs> part that he was quote unquote up for it. And yeah. They talk about that movie. But I digress. That that part, of, I think there was just a void left in America after James Dean died. Yeah, well, that uh, that kind of taken up the, by the. They tried to fill it with like Marlon Brando, but Marlon Brando wasn't that guy. He was like, oh, I'm a better actor than all of you, right. than anyone that's ever lived, right. uh, except for Daniel Day Lewis. And he, uh, they tried to make it with like the Wild One, but it's like, okay, I did that already. Now I'm done. But right. so then they did it with like Paul Newman and Steve McQueen, and that's really so they tried to like err on the side of way too cool instead of just like you don't need to be a chemical engineer, yeah. like you don't need to do that. Yeah, it's like uh, at a certain point you scale it back. Yeah, I mean McQueen, um, he's cool. You don't need like he you don't need it more. Right. You, it's perfect. You know, like and in a, in a cast of cool guys, that, all of them. That's what actually elevates and makes it even more interesting. Is that like, the, like you mentioned that cast, like Bronson by himself is. Pretty cool guy yeah. by Hollywood standards. James Gardner, yeah, is a pretty cool guy, and like to be the king of cool, yeah, and to be the king, king of cool, the cooler king in this this camp full of awesome dudes, yeah, 
and yeah. you're the guy that's like, oh, they're the ones he talk about. That's why this role that's is perfect because he's not really the star. No, he's not really the star, but like I don't know really who is. I would probably say John Hammond. I would say, yeah, more, Big more X. likely. He, yeah, I would say that uh, he is a star overall, I guess. But it it's tight. What's so that's Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough, yeah. Duh. Which like um, that does make sense because like this was like his um, intro. You know when they're like do yeah. that thing in Hollywood, introducing Richard yeah. Attenborough. So yeah, he. He crushed it. He but, does um, crush it, but he's kind of the star. I mean, his name is Big X. He's right. the leader of it all. Right. Like, he's the one really trying to push the foil. Everyone looks up to him. Like, he's the one that they all look to. But Steve McQueen's got a, a baseball. But, yeah, <laughs> Steve McQueen's got a baseball. And that really, and they, I think it's more of like, you know, Steve McQueen's getting really good. Though. He's getting really popular. Maybe we could, this guy's really cool. Right. Like, let's do that. And then, um, so, would you, do you think that they should have remade this movie? Um... I think that, um, one, because we were talking about Reese's, I think they do it all the time. Yes. <laughs> Even subtly. Well, not so subtly. Um, yeah, if Chicken Runs is the result, yeah. Yes, a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a question. Both of these were so good. What? That if, like, what the, the original should exist, the remake should exist, yeah, I hope they I, do it again. I think it's like, weirdly enough, of all the remakes, it's actually the best way to do a remake because it's not the same thing at, at all. But it is. But it is. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so good. Like, this might be it's, the best one we've ever done on it's here. It's not stepping on toes. No one's like, why would you, how could you? How dare you? Like, it, well, they're fucking chickens, it's, man. Like, it, I, It's what's, like, the best thing about a remake is that it's just an homage. Like, yeah, it's we're, different. We're taking it's, elements because we respect this thing. Yeah. But we're telling a completely different story. Oh, we're telling the same story. Yeah, but, yeah. like... In a yes. new way. We're telling it in a completely new way. It's a completely I, new take on it. I think that's the power of Ginger in the film, because, like, this movie is about Ginger, who's more self-aware than maybe any of the characters that are even in The Great Escape. Yeah. She's maybe the most self-aware person Absolutely. in all of the, these films. But it's also a commentary on, you know, older women. Right. And, you know, mm -hmm. and their use in society. Oh, look. As we're Damn. leaving, the sun is going behind a cloud. Wow. And I, oh, my God, I could see. Sorry. This is great. I can't I see. I, I think I love the sun just now. Um, but yeah, like, I I can't think of a better way to do this. It was so good. And I'm, I'm shocked. Cause like, yeah, if you're going to make a remake, this is how you make a remake. A hundred percent. When you said it. Chicken Run, I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of fun. Because like, I didn't really remember Chicken Run. Because it's been years. Like, I'm, I'm an adult man. But I was like, ah, this should be like. Yeah, that's what you said. You were, like, you were like, oh, it gives me an excuse to watch Chicken Run again. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. it gives me an excuse to watch The Great Escape again. It's a damn good excuse. Because, um, I, I mean, everything about it was like. It, From start to finish. Even both like, of these movies. I was like, let's go. I watched them back to back. Even, like, a joke that if you put in a different film, I would say boo. But when he's like. Oh, this one's a little hard boy where you look like a 20 minute or Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like it's so cheesy, but like in this context, it's fantastic. Yeah. I like I think um Ginger obviously is the big star of the film, but Mel Gibson's dickishness is yeah. fun too. Just it like is his, fun because it's again it's the other perspective of the, um, the not at all. <laughs> it's the the American swagger. Yeah. Like, it, it, from the other perspective is really kind of funny. Yeah. Because we're also used to this uh, the, the American, the Steve McQueen. Like, well, we're used to that and being like, yeah, that's what we gotta be. Well, you know what? Actually, which is, I based my whole life on it. 100%. Yeah. Which actually, funny enough, Chicken Run does answer and clarify the question you asked. Is Steve McQueen the star of the film? 
No, because Steve McQueen is Rocky. That's right. Ginger is Big X. Well, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Because the one for one, we basically said Steve McQueen. Well, that's true. Cooler. She, there's elements of every one of Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But like, like, uh, there's also, like, he comes in, he's, like, scrounging stuff. Like, Rocky gets, yeah. he works out the deal. He basically, like, gets the stuff from the rats. Meanwhile, like, he's not giving up right. anything. Whereas, right. like, he does like, the same thing to the... No, you're right, because Ginger, Ginger is actually cool. Yeah. Rocky is bravado. Yes, but she's also the brains behind it, too. So yeah. it's like, there's a lot of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. There's, right. Like you said, it's, hard, it's tough to do a one-for-one. One. Yeah, I mean, it's a movie, though. Yeah. for God's sake. Then again, James Garner was also American. He just wasn't as cocky as Steve McQueen was. Uh, cocky, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> cock hey. and a walk, baby. Yeah. Um, the... Steve September is not disappointing out the gate. No. This is no. It's phenomenal. Right? Now, I don't know which way you we didn't discuss this off yeah. the camera, but I don't know which way you want to go. I was I was thinking uh if you since we'll wait we'll leave it to the end, but do you want to do the Thomas Crown affair? The okay. Steve McQueen and then the Pierce Brosnan? Sure. I don't know. I don't know if you, I don't we don't have to do it no, either. No, no, no. It's Steve September. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, Steve September? Okay. Let's do it. Sounds uh, good. The Thomas Crown Affair. The Thomas Crown Affair. Nice. Sounds good. So we'll okay. do that. And we'll be back uh, next time with a brand new uh, Steve September uh, for Retroverse Remake. That's awesome. I'm, yes. I'm looking forward to more themed yeah. months. Yeah. And then we'll get into Halloween and do other stuff. Halloween esque. Yeah, that's right around the And then, then we'll get into, I don't know, something. Something. Yeah. Oh, I actually thought I thought of a good one for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah? Yep. All right, well, a good one. Yes, we'll talk off, off camera. Yes, we will. Yeah, um, absolutely. Both of these films should exist. And uh, Chicken Run is a, uh, uh, I. It's a, it's American. It's a, it's a, it's a triumph. triumph. That's right. It's, it's a, a triumph. triumph. It's a triumph. <laughs> oh, bring this shit to Khan. <laughs> bring it to, bring it to Khan. Yeah, they're both triumphs. I love them both. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't believe how much I like. Um, Chicken Run, I might watch it again. Yeah, like and I might, I'll, I can say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so good. And I, like, if we went, if we were, after this is over, you're like, you want to watch, and then you put it on, and like, let's take a peek over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a peek over there. Ah. <laughs> That's Retro Rats Remake for the week, baby. Hey, ah, we did it again. Yes, I got it. I'm Dan Farley. You can find me at JerseyDan18. Uh, no, Dan Farley 18 on uh, Instagram and JerseyDan18 on Twitter. And you can follow us at Retroverse Remake on Instagram. Absolutely. And uh, at RP Comedy. I don't want to speak for you. Oh, but yeah, I, no, yeah. Reggie Parker, you can find me at RP Comedy on X and Instagram. Um, follow Retroverse Remake on YouTube yes. and uh, uh, Spotify. And then also this week, uh, coming up uh, September oh, yeah, 16th at the St. George Theater. Come see us perform stand up comedy at Staten Island, uh, New York. Uh, the St. George Theater, 35 Hyatt Street, September 16th. There's two shows, 7.30 and 9, uh, 7 and 9.30. Yep. Go to uh, stgeorgetheater.com. Uh, that's S-T-G-O-G-E-O-G, sorry, S-T-G-E-O-R-G-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.com. Nice. Um, yeah. So and go there for tickets. You can find us September sixteenth. We got a killer lineup. We got a killer lineup with uh, Alex Nicholas, Kate Nichols, Reggie, me, yep. Gordon Bakerbone. Uh, it, like I said, two shows. You can also go to Tickerbaster.com and you boys are on Ticketmaster. You know? Ticketmaster. We're like Taylor Swift in this bitch. Yeah, we're like Taylor Swift. Uh, Swifty. Really, anyway, we really are feminist icons. We are. We are. I mean, beyond that, I think. <laughs> 
not only that, but we are what a feminist strives to be. Right, you right. You know, like, right. we are not only do we put equality above all of else. Course, above all. We, we don't take any other route, you know? We, we have integrity, take, we right. just go the whole route. Even though I mentioned that there were a bunch of guys on this show. Yeah. Most women just don't like us. That's not our fault. This ain't no chick flick. This ain't no chick flick. (laughs) So please come out, uh, buy, show some support. Uh, We'd love to hear your Retroverse remake. I'm Dan Farley. I'm Reggie Parker. Thank you for coming out. See you next time, buddies. Hey. Uh, That was good.